Recorded live. Well, thank you, Dave Nelson, for leading us into NSDF Power Radio. Hey, welcome everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future. You have tuned in to National Seizure Disorders Foundation's weekly recorded podcast, Power Radio. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we invite you to join us right here on TalkShoe as we bring order to seizure disorders by discussing with an open and mature mind a variety of topics related to living with seizures. We are not medical professionals. We're a compassionate crowd of experienced seizure survivors and family caregivers. So why don't you call in and join us and participate? You're invited to call in and contribute to the conversation tonight and every Wednesday night. Just go ahead and dial in 724-444-7444. Use the show ID. It never changes. It's 135359. Go ahead and use that little hashtag thing at the end, too, so you can uh, access us right away. When you find value in our show, please choose to follow us at TalkShoe, show number 135359. NSDF Power Radio is open to the general public, so be sure and invite your friends and family to listen to the recording of tonight's show all week through our website or the TalkShoe archives. And of course, feel free to bring your questions and requests to NSDF at any time through our website or our Facebook page or even through the show. Oh, excuse me, guys. I had to yawn there. You know, it's been beautiful weather here in uh, Tennessee, and I've really been enjoying it, but more about that later in the show. Right now I need to tell you that uh, Power Hour is not an hour of fear or blame or drama. This is an hour of awareness, support, and rising above our diagnosis. So when you're ready for support and enlightenment while living with seizures or while caring for someone living with seizures, Power Radio is just one of the many resources offered by National Seizure Disorders Foundation to guide your life in the direction of positive seizure management, peace, and joy. Discover more about NSDF and the resources we have to offer you you at nsdf.us. Oh, so uh, just so you know, our producer tonight, he's in training. He's Jason Grow. He's muted everyone during the show. This is to give everyone listening today, tomorrow, and into the future the best possibility of hearing every powerful word spoken through the show. So stick around if you have questions and comments or want to share an experience from your own seizure journey. Jason will be opening the lines for questions later in the show. I want to take a moment to share some gratitude for our purpose partners, Compass, Kovac Lightly, and Seizure Clusters Connect. Yes, you've heard me mention them uh, every week for quite a few weeks now. 
I want you to uh, go ahead and connect with us through Facebook. That is facebook.com slash NSBF37029, and you'll find more about our Purpose Partners. We will include links so you can visit their websites and get to know them better. I want to also share some gratitude for our Power Partners, the Tools of Letting Go, an NSDF program developed by David H. Paul. We know him as the driver. And Guardian of the Night Canine, the trainer we prefer to use to provide the nation with highly trained seizure service canines. You'll be hearing and reading more about our powerful services in the coming days, along with our powerful partners and other resources. Links for each will be available through everywhere you see National Seizure Disorders Foundation. That includes, but is not limited to, our Facebook page, Google+, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Before we get into tonight's topic, um, I want to also send out a special announcement for some powerful prayer. This week, I want you to pray in your own way. Or, you know, if you don't pray, that's okay too. Send out just some powerful, positive thoughts to some members. I want you to please continue to lift members that are mentioned here by their first name. Tiffany, Corey, Misty, Kristen, Kinley, Priscilla, Leah, and John. These are just a few names in current need within the loving arms of National Seizure Disorders Foundation. Now, if you have a seizure-related need, please reach out to NSDF, and I promise we will reach back. Don't be shy. You know, if you believe in the, in the power of prayer, please do ask for prayer. And now, worthy of a repeat, again, is our disclaimer. As stated earlier, the staff and guests of NSDF Power Radio are not medical professionals. Anything you hear on NSDF Power Radio or read in the written resources given during the show are for your awareness and support only. Should you be inclined to take action, please discuss any changes to your diet, your medical routine, your self-care routine, or your exercise routine with your own medical team. NSDF is not responsible for the decisions made by individuals listening today, tomorrow, and into the future, and we will guarantee that you will walk away from tonight's show enlightened and more aware than ever before. So, uh, as I've done in the last couple of weeks, I want to go ahead and share a recent and true experience out of my own life in hopes that it will inspire you to become more than whatever feeling you are feeling in any moment throughout your day. So this morning, 
I woke up uh, around the regular time, you know, after just a few hours of sleep. And I felt incredible pain through my body, especially my lower back, you know, and, and I recognized that pain. Right away, I really didn't want to give any effort to my day. My mindset was set on cuddling in the covers. Hey, have you ever had one of those days? You know? Well, immediately, I took stock of what was really going on in my body and in my mind. Soreness? Yeah, it was there. It was probably in every muscle and every joint that I had going. But, you know, soreness can be overcome. Tiredness? Yeah, I was tired. I felt like I had no sleep at all. But, you know, that can be overcome, too. Now, low energy, even low energy can be overcome. And I knew exactly where the low energy came from. I failed to eat a balanced meal before I fell asleep last night. So uh, as I looked at what was going on, nothing really pointed to any real medical issues in the present moment. Uh, my immune system felt good. I, you know, didn't have any other, um, you know, head cold, anything like that going on. Uh, no broken bones, no pulled muscles, nothing slipped out of place as far as uh, bones and joints go. And I know I had not experienced seizures during the night. Because if you're a seizure survivor out there listening today, tomorrow, and into the future, and if you've ever experienced a seizure at night, there's a specific feeling that you have in your body and in your head, in your brain, when you wake up in the morning. And this was different, so I knew that there was no seizure activity. I decided to take control of my thoughts right then and there and consider how to overcome the lingering issues of the morning. I settled on what I now call walk therapy. It's something that I've been doing. Uh, now I'm closing out my second week of doing it. I do it every day. So I went ahead and hydrated. I went ahead and I drank about 16 ounces of water. And I prepared to greet the day outside. I have a safe routine that I practice several times a day. I walk about half a mile up to six times a day in my neighborhood. This I call walk therapy. I take my time. It's not a race. And I am always aware, aware of what's going on around me and aware of what's going on in me. Now, during the first set today, my mindset turned to ease and joy and abundance. <laughs> yes, life was good. You know, I looked up and the sky was my favorite color blue. The clouds were perfect. It was a nice breeze blowing and the temperature. I wish the temperature could be that perfect 73 degrees all day long, every day, no matter what the season. As I returned to the office, I was no longer tired. My muscles no longer ached and I was ready for the day ahead. 
As for the low energy, a balanced breakfast, including 35 grams of lean protein within 30 minutes of waking, increased my energy by the time I was ready to walk. Interesting to note, my chronic lower back pain that I woke with, it also eased as I finished my first walk routine. So you see, it all started with awareness that led to choice. I became aware of what was going on in my body. I became aware that although the symptoms felt real, they could be overcome. And I became aware that I had a choice to make. I went ahead and I made that choice because I know that I have the power of choice in every moment. And you know what? So do you. So what's the point of this uh, little story? I want you to know that every living person has the power of choice. Once each one of us realize this power, until you realize you have the power of choice, it just stays hidden within you. So when you choose peace over whatever emotion you're feeling in the moment, just as I did, even when you choose to act as if there's peace and joy in that moment, you too can live in ease instead of stress. If you need help in choosing, if you need help in choosing peace or letting go of stress, we have a program for that. I want you to go to our website and check into the tools of letting go. Our website again is nsdf.us. You'll find the tools of letting go right there at the top, I believe, or you can search for it in the little search engine box that we have on the website. That is tools of letting go. You'll be glad you did. So on with tonight's topic. Tonight, as every month, uh, the last week of every month, is open forum. Yes, it's your time to participate. Jason will open the phone lines, and you are invited to step up and get to know National Seizure Disorders Foundation and get to know me on a deeper level. All questions are welcome. Don't be afraid. I won't bite. <laughs> and know that there are no stupid questions. So now let's watch and listen as miracles unfold. When you're ready, tell us your first name and the state from which you are calling. And let's have fun and share together. If you're in our chat room, Please let us know who you are and where you're from. And as you post, our producer, Jason, will let us know. So, Jason, do we have anyone on the call? Yes, we have one person from Eastern Virginia. Oh, good. Eastern Virginia. Uh, what's your name and uh, what's your question? Oh, yeah, this is Clinton from Virginia. I was hoping you would call in tonight. 
I was thinking about you earlier. I was thinking about you earlier, Clint, and I was wondering, is he going to call in, and is he going to just want to be sticking around for more information, or is he going to have something to share with us tonight? Because, you know, it is open forum. Any question you have, go ahead and bring it to us. We'll do um, the best to bring you solutions. Go ahead. Okay. Well, what it is is uh, one of the things I was listening in before on one of the shows from before previous shows that you had, uh, you were talking about calcium and I'm going to say B6 vitamins. Um, we were talking about different medications. I think we were talking about different medications and different levels of calcium and B6 vitamins in your body. I'm actually going to see a doctor tomorrow uh, for my, what do they call it, six-month checkup. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know what would be the best questions to ask as far as I want to get that, let them levels checked. I want to get those particular levels okay. checked in my body. Okay. Well, be upfront and, and, you know, be bold with your doctor. Let him okay. know that you're aware that um, the anti-epileptic drugs, the AEDs you're taking, have a tendency to rob your system of minerals and vitamins. Okay. And, and let him know. Let him know that you want calcium, your calcium levels, your magnesium levels, and any other mineral levels okay. that he can test for. Uh, let him know that you want those tested. And when you get the results, let him know that you want the numbers. You don't want to know if if it's within range or if it's good or bad. You want the numbers. Of course, okay. of course, you know, of course he can say, well, yeah, that, that's a good range. But you also right. want those numbers just for your own information, you know, because okay. awareness is key. Awareness is key. Um, I know that, uh, you know, if anyone else is listening today, tomorrow, or into the future and has any other idea on what mineral is robbed of the body through AEDs, uh, go ahead and send us a message and let us know. But it's my experience, Clinton, that uh, calcium is the number one that is robbed by the body. And two, something you have to think about, even if you're not currently on an anti-epileptic drug, just the stress that your body goes through every day um, living with seizures whether you're currently seizure active or you just have seizures once a week or every other day, something like that. Just the, just the uh, energy that it takes for your body to repair, your brain to repair, and the stress that your body goes right. through when you have a seizure, any type of seizure. It will rob your body of needed minerals, of needed nutrients. Okay. So it's always wise whenever you have a checkup, to go in and ask your doctor for the levels. Now, if the levels come back really favorable, you know, really good, then uh, you may just want to revert back to getting the levels checked every uh, every year, you know, instead of every visit. If the levels, if you're anemic in any area, then I suggest that you have uh, levels drawn about every three months until you get healthier levels. Right. People okay. think 
People think the word anemia only refers to iron. And for many, many years, that's, you know, what society brought to us, that anemia only refers to an iron deficiency. But it also refers to any deficiency um, related to vitamins in the body, related to minerals in the body. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So when a doctor tells you you are anemic, you know, find clarity. Ask him, anemic in which area? Okay. And, and don't don't just don't just assume that you need more iron in your system. You might, you might just don't assume it. Always come at it with awareness and always grow that knowledge before you assume anything. Okay. Okay. So you have any Thank other you. questions? Um, I wonder. Uh, I'm trying to find out. I'm gonna have to find out more research on online as far as the. Uh, I don't know if y'all familiar with. Well, the part of Eastern Virginia I'm in is a, what I'm looking for is more of a awareness, maybe like an awareness group closer okay. in my area. And what I'm, I'm about to do it online and research that and look it up and see where the closest, you know, I'm going to say epilepsy awareness group is in my area. You know, I will send you a message. I believe we are connected um, on Google+. Plus and on Facebook. Um, I'll send you a message. I was just looking at a specific awareness group, a specific support group um, online, and I believe they were from your area. I just can't place the name right now because they're so okay. new to me. You know, that's that's what our brains do, whether we're, um, whether we're affected by uh, seizures or not. You know, sometimes our brains just get so overloaded with information the information doesn't go into long-term memory, and we easily forget. That's so, right. Yeah. So I thank you for thank you for your patience and understanding, and I will be getting a name to you soon. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so Jason, do we have anyone else on the line or anyone in chat right now? Um, we have. A uh, couple people in, in chat, but no questions come up. Okay. On the line. Okay. Okay. And uh, who is it? Uh, are they recognized in chat? Uh, one of them is Lisa, and the other one is Susan. Ah. Oh. Okay. So uh, again, welcome Lisa and welcome Susan to chat. If uh, if you ladies have any questions. Uh, for me, for the foundation, or about seizures or seizure disorders, uh, any questions at all, you know, even if you think they're a little off, a little awkward, a little uh, unimportant, go ahead and ask them. It's, it's always good um, to be able to get to know each other on a deeper level. And this, the open forums, is just one way that we have to do that. Again, Jason, if anyone calls in or if anyone enters into chat, feel free to interrupt me and let me know that they're there because we don't want to leave anyone unnoticed. Okay, we'll do. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, and, and too, if, uh, you know, we'll give this a few more minutes. I'll just go ahead and, and talk um, about anything tonight since it's open forum. Uh, if we see that the guest list is going to um, 
refrain from growing, then we can always have the option of closing the show early. I'm sure everyone will uh, will understand that. And for those of you listening today, tomorrow, and into the future, I want you to know that we have an open forum night once a month. It's uh, the last Wednesday of every month. So if you have questions that come up during the month, I want you to go ahead, connect with us through Facebook, through our website, through Google+, through Twitter, or plan to call on that open forum night. Bring your questions. Bring your stories. We want to hear this. We want to connect with you. We want to help you grow your awareness, and we want to help support you in the way that you need most. Perhaps you um, are out there tonight telling yourself, well, yeah, but she's got better things to do. You know, they need to support someone that has, uh, what's the term, worse seizures. You know, there is no such thing as worse seizures. If you have two or more seizures a year, you know, you're considered um, living with a seizure disorder. And there is no judgment here. There is no favoritism, quote, unquote. Every seizure experienced by you or by the seizure survivor in your life important to us. It doesn't matter if they are the type of seizures where you um, what where you stare, you blank out, the absence seizures. It doesn't matter if they are what's been known for century for yeah, for centuries as grand mal tonic clonic seizures, you know, the really bad ones that um, that uh, Hollywood portrays as the basic seizure. Yes, um, they may affect your body and mind differently, but I want you to know that they are all of relevance. They are all of great importance to us here at National Seizure Disorders Foundation. And two, it um, it's of no, I guess I could use the word important, of no importance how your seizures came about. What do I mean by that? Well, of course it's important, but uh, we have no judgment there. We don't, uh, we don't place, for instance, those that were born with a genetic seizure disorder, we don't place them above those that developed seizures through traumatic brain injury. It's all the same here. You're all accepted. You're all loved unconditionally and completely. And we'll help each of you listening today, tomorrow, and into the future become that whole human being you are born to be. It is possible. Now, is there, um, is there a cure for seizures? Is there a cure for your seizures? Now, that's something that we don't know. There might be. However, uh, the cure might be short-lived. You know, what do we call that when a cure is short-lived? You know, maybe you go two days without a seizure. Maybe you go six months. Maybe you go 20 years. 
it's similar, I consider it similar to what um, cancer survivors go through. It's remission. Your seizures, the triggers, the cause, whatever you want to call it, um, that's all in remission until that trigger becomes evident again. So what is a trigger? A trigger is that thing that happens to uh, evoke a seizure of any type. A trigger can be as mild as um, a whispering voice that no one else hears. Hmm. It can be as traumatic as um, childhood trauma that, that comes back into your life in some form or fashion. It can be as basic and, um, and as common as flashing lights or loud noises or strong smells. So how do you, how do you um, find your own triggers? Because like I said, you know, they can be common, but perhaps you have a trigger that no one else does. I do know some seizure survivors like that. Well, the way to find what your about, own. Go ahead. What about, say, like, um, not for triggers, what about incense and mothballs? The smell of incense and the smell of mothballs? Yeah. Because those aromas, those smells, do work on certain areas of the brain. You know, they make more they make certain areas of the brain more active than others. They can be huh. a trigger. They can be a trigger, and that is how. If if your foci, if if the um what a foci is, that's the focus of your seizures where in your brain where your seizures begin. If that foci is in the same area of the brain that is activated with the aroma of incense, with the aroma of mothballs, things of that nature, then um, it can lead to trigger any type of seizures. It works the same way with um, essential oils with aromatherapy. There are certain uh, aromas, certain herbs, certain flowers, certain aromas uh, that are created into oils that are called essential oils. And these oils, when applied correctly, they, um, they help ease the brain so that the seizures are eased. You know, I know frankincense is, is one that eases seizures, and as is lavender. So these are something, you know, if, if you really um, are looking for alternatives in controlling your seizures and your doctor agrees that, it, that it's okay to step outside the box a little bit and test to see if these help you, then uh, you may want to consider adding essential oils into your daily regimen just to see if it helps relieve your stress, to see if it helps relieve some type of seizure activity, or to see if perhaps your uh, recovery time after a seizure is uh, shorter or more pleasant. Hmm. Okay. 
Okay. There, there is new therapy. I'm sorry I don't have uh, the link pulled up in front of me, or else I would announce right. it. But there, <laughs> but there is new, there is new research going on about aromatherapy and essential oils as connected to um, seizure studies. Okay. So, you know, expect to hear more and more about that in, in the coming days and, and weeks. Of course, we all know that these studies, they all start with the very basic of animals. They all start with mice, and they have to grow up. You know, they have to take time to, to become human studies, and unfortunately, no amount of pressure, no amount of money can uh, speed these studies along. You know, right. It takes time, of course. Of course it takes money for research, but what it takes more than money is it takes time. We all have to be patient. We all have to be aware of, um, of the research that's, that's being done today, the research that has been done in the past. And uh, you know, and, and kind of keep our eye on it to see how that research is going. Yeah, that's more similar. That's more similar to what they call the cannabis oil. Yes. Okay. Yes, that would be similar. They're doing a lot of research. With that. However, however, the cannabis oil, if I understand correctly, the cannabis oil is something that's ingested. You take it into your body, whereas the essential oils is something that your um, olfactory systems, your smell, your sense of smell, you know, okay. picks up on it that way. I oh, okay. don't really think if you smelled cannabis oil it would help very much. I don't even know if they've had studies uh, in it in that way, but perhaps okay. they have. Perhaps they do. Okay. Perhaps okay. they do, yeah. But, uh, but now, you know, not only... Now, how many triggers? I know they said it was thousands, and I'm correctly. Mm-hmm. There's supposed to be thousands of triggers to seizures. So that will cause you. That's so as simple as smell, taste, food, dehydration, flashing light, computer screen, TV screen, um, dust. I mean, it's supposed to be, I'm, I'm, I'm correct. Could be thousands of different types of things. Yeah, yeah. There there are thousands and the reason there are thousands is because every human is different. Every right. seizure disorder. Okay. Although although the seizure disorders share commonalities, they have a tendency also to be different because every human is different. Every brain is different. Okay. So, you know, there can be as many triggers as there are uh, people that are currently living with seizures. Okay, that makes sense. And you may, you may be one um, that has many triggers, or you may be one that has no triggers, or you just really haven't found your triggers yet. Right. That's what, I mean, I have a hard time trying to figure out what my triggers are. Uh-huh. What I do is I try to do like a journal and what I do or try to keep a track of what I did before and after. Very good. And That's a lot good. of times I will see, mostly I'll use the word anxiety or what mm-hmm. you call anxiousness or uh-huh. I'm just overly excited. Yes. I've heard that. Now I think I've pinpointed that one and I've pinpointed you know, other different things. You know, different times I was in a different places, particular places like clubs 
uh, nightclub, I guess, and then flashing lights and all. And then I just mm-hmm. figured that one out. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine was with me that, that is aware that I have it. And he told me, yeah, you, you know, he told me what I did after, you know, before and after. Mm-hmm. But it was within minutes. And I came out of it. And then afterwards, I didn't know, but I was fine. But he told me what had happened. And then I think we, we tried to figure it out and said, okay, with the flashing lights. The hardest part is trying to figure out what it is. You know what? Yeah. When they say smells or even certain foods, I've actually had to pinpoint different foods I've ate in the course of a day. Yeah. And I've looked at a couple labels where it said I can't pronounce it.
and uh, look on the right-hand side, scroll down, you'll see the Talk Shoe radio button. All you have to do is press play and listen away. Okay. Okay. Anya, would that hear me yeah. talk to you? Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Um, Lisa made a comment in the chat room that says anything that does exist can be a trigger. Everyone is different. Yes. Yes, that is true, and that... And that's why we were saying that um, there could literally be thousands of um, thousands of triggers, because everyone is different, and because um, because anything can be a trigger. You know, as I was saying earlier, um, some people have the triggers of uh, a voice. You know, uh, and and that leads back to. If your seizures are caused from any childhood trauma, you know that that voice that you heard during that childhood trauma or during that adult trauma, you know it can be manifested back into a voice that you hear in today's world or a voice that is recalled in your memory in your imagination, and that can instantly become a trigger for you. So when you're keeping your journal and looking at your day, trying to figure out your triggers, and you just can't pinpoint one, look into your thoughts. See if around the time of of your seizure, just to the best of your ability, see if there was a thought that was in a certain voice. See if you can go ahead and describe that voice. Maybe it was a mean voice. Maybe it was a high-pitched voice. Maybe it was a very low and scary voice. See if you, you don't have to put a name to the voice. Just see if you can describe it, because that may be the trick to your triggers. So I see we have about 20 minutes left in the program. Do we have anyone else waiting to uh, ask a question or tell a short story? Um, there's no more callers on Okay, okay. Um, but I did want to make mention that it could also be a um, not-so-typical of a, of a trigger um, such as a sound or a sound wave, um, but could also be something as simple as a certain texture. Yes. Yes, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I know that there has been at least one person that I've spoken with over this year that's brought that to my attention. That a certain texture, it's it's like the feeling of um, the feeling that you get when a certain texture uh, makes your skin crawl. You know that term has been used. Uh, certain texture, certain pitch of noise, things like that, makes your skin crawl. That that certain electricity in your body is also what upsets your nervous system. And so that's how certain textures that you feel certain um, against your skin, whether whether they come to you or whether you reach out and touch something, and it just happens to have a certain texture that overexcites your nervous system and causes that stress. And then again, for those that um, 
live with non-epileptic seizures, or PNES. Uh, the texture, or as I was saying before, the voice, the sound, that can always lead back to that trauma that, uh, that caused the PNES. So if you notice in keeping your journal that even something as um, uncommon as a texture, you know, texture of food, texture of material, texture of even, believe it or not, the air. Um, if you notice that seizures occur when those textures are different, then uh, look into that. See if there's a pattern. And if there's a pattern there, then perhaps that is your trigger. And do always take this information to your doctor, to your epileptologist, to your neurologist, and work on it together as a team because that's what a medical team is for. Now, when I mentioned um, the air, the texture of the air being a trigger, um, there was a time in my life not too long ago that I was experiencing a specific type of seizure, and, and I really couldn't pinpoint the trigger. And then I noticed that whenever the barometric pressure outside would change and I would move from inside to outside, just the feeling of the air hitting me, you know, not wind, but just the change in the air pressures from going inside to outside, that would trigger a seizure in me. It wouldn't be any, you know, it wouldn't be um, a tonic-clonic seizure, but still, a seizure is a seizure. You know, one second with your uh, brain going a little, a little bit um, silly is one second too long <laughs> in my book. So, so yeah, so that's uh, that's my explanation for a different texture in the air. You know, if if you've ever been outside um, when it's very humid, you can feel that the air feels heavy. For some people, that's comfort. For some people, that's a trigger. So, uh, so just be aware. Just be aware when you're when you're looking at the triggers in your life. Just be aware. So now we have about uh, 15 minutes till the top of the hour, and I am going to go ahead. Unless there's any callers waiting on the line right at this moment, I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. So there you have it, folks. Tonight we've increased our awareness and we have allowed our minds to expand. We've discussed through open forum, uh, it seems that the most popular uh, topic of the night through open forum was seizure triggers. So if you're out there living with seizures, are you aware of your triggers? If you want to call in and discuss triggers, if you want to make a comment anywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name and uh, you want help, you want a deeper explanation of how to find the triggers in your life, go ahead and leave a comment. I want you to know that when you reach out to National Seizure Disorders Foundation, we do reach back. We've even built, think about this, we've even built new neural pathways along our journey. What in the heck is a neural pathway? 
Well, it is brain. When you learn to become aware, when you open your mind to expanding, to gaining extra knowledge, you do build new neural pathways. So I want you to, um, this week, check in with us through our website at nsdf.us and our social media pages at Google+. Plus. You can look us up. We are Plus National Seizure Disorders Foundation Burns. That is B as in boy, U-R-N-S. Yes, that's our location, Burns, Tennessee. You can also look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash NSDF37029. Or, you know, drop us a short tweet. Just say hello through Twitter at NSDFORG. I want you to let us know your thoughts because your thoughts are important whether you believe it or not. They're, they're uh, your thoughts and they're relevant to us. I want, I want you to let us know if you've learned something new tonight or perhaps you've developed a sense of support while listening in. Or maybe you just uh, let this show be your relaxing hour away from the worries of the world. Go ahead and let us know. Again, you can turn to us through our social pages or through our website for updates, information, and inspiration. And I want you to know also you can enjoy tonight's recording through our website during the week. It'll be there 24-7, I promise. So next week, join us again and invite your friends and family and other connections as together we enjoy another powerful episode of NSDF Power Radio. Oh, and I want you to please do take notice. Every Monday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, you can join us for NSDF Power Hour. It's an hour of live support via video through Google Hangouts. If you're unfamiliar with Google, Google Hangouts, Google Plus, all of those googly words, go ahead and drop us a note anywhere you see the National Seizure Disorders Foundation name and we will lead you along the right path so that you too can join us for NSDF Power Hour every Monday night. When you connect with us through Google, we'll add you to the growing list of our favorite people to hang out with during our Monday night power hour. I invite you to also be a part of a growing movement to bring order to seizure disorders. Share the goodness of NSDF Power Radio to let others know you care. We're giving you this opportunity to join us in sharing gratitude. It's easy. Simply tell others. It's just word of mouth. Sometimes it's in written form through the social networks. But it's still word of mouth. People trust you. They trust in what you say, believe it or not. Go ahead. Prove me right. Share tonight's Power Radio with everyone you know.
like to make mention of a very, very special day that's coming up. I see it's coming up in a few hours. Tomorrow is the 26th. And what is the 26th? Well, every March 26th, it is Purple Day. And what is so special about Purple Day? Purple Day is a day that everyone sets aside across the world to wear something purple for the one they love that is currently going through seizures. So if you're a seizure survivor, if you're a caregiver of someone living with seizures, or if you're a suit-up survivor and you're grieving a lost loved one, lost through suit-up, do wear purple tomorrow. Show them that they're important. Show them that um, that you support them. If you're wearing purple for yourself, show the world that you're proud to wear purple. Show them that you are much more than a victim. You are a survivor. Because that's what it's all about, taking each day to survive, walking away from that victim mindset, becoming more than a diagnosis, and bringing order to seizure disorders. So I want to thank you all for joining us tonight, and thank you, Jason, for producing the show tonight. You did an outstanding job. Beautiful state of Tennessee, this is terrific Tanya Heathco speaking for all the NSDF and Power Radio staff, guests, and partners, wishing all of you better health, peace of mind, and the presence of abundant love. Why? Because I can think of no better gift to give. Till next week, good night, everyone. <laughs>